he does well with it. So it's like, if you just, I mean, if you're using a moderation, I don't think there's anything Why wrong with it. does well with cancer or social media? Both. <laughs> yeah, I treat both of them like a game. I'm constantly eating fiberglass and... Uh, Asbestos? Yeah, taking unnecessary... Just when there's smoke billowing out of a vehicle, I just climb in there behind there and <laughs> dive in and yeah, try man. to gobble as much of it down as I can. I can picture you like hanging around in the basements, like, yo, you got any glass? It's my cancer <laughs> game. Any fiberglass? <laughs> <laughs> any fiberglass? Let's play Get Cancer. Get cancer All right, today. on that note... That's right. It is greasy conversation time. Get ready. It's time. It's that hour. We've got Michael Duber here in the house yep. from Behind the Bet podcast. Spelled the way you'd imagine. But at this time, we're going to immediately show you back again, again, to deep within the submarine of knowledge submarine of knowledge time behold so we've got tons of news articles uh, two weeks worth because we had the 500 countdown of radio vegas.rocks which if you missed when we did the countdown of rolling stone it's 500 it was there was like 17 bob dylan songs it was ridiculous yeah that's a that's a fucking travesty man yeah ours had categories it had uh all kinds of songs by different artists <laughs> to make 500 of them. Right. Well, it's yeah. just like, I mean, I, I guess I got to be the guy, but like, come on. I mean, Bob Dylan's not like that great. <laughs> you don't have to be the guy alone. Right. Yeah. I mean, his voice is just like, God, just... there's the poetry and the songwriting and all that. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, some of his songs, no, I took some <laughs> of his songs. Yeah. But like I, I actually became nicknamed the Hurricane because I'd go into this bar and would just play Story of the Hurricane <laughs> every single time I was in the bar, probably like three or four times yeah. every night I was in there. We worked with a guy, Zach. I had to give him a no more harmonica rule because of the Bob Dylla, the Bob Dylla, like Jay Dilla. But he had like a Bluetooth speaker and this little baby Bluetooth speaker was just tuned for like the one frequency the harmonica wanted to do the most. So it was like... I was checking my text messages, thinking a fire alarm was going off. It was like triggering me. Oh, <laughs> so no more harmonica. Yeah. Hey, how are you doing, Mike Duber? Hey, I'm doing good, and uh, thank you for having me on the show. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, our show Welcome. thanks you for having you to be on it. It's just could go every dimension now. We could <laughs> yeah. go again. My show thanks you for inviting me from my show on your show. The whole concept <laughs> of being on another thing is grateful for being part of this thing being on that we're doing together. <laughs> Anytime I'm on a thing, I'm usually doing the thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm rarely on something I'm not doing. <laughs> I'm not on something I'm not a part of, yeah. I'm always on something I'm not invited to though. It's That's better it. when you're on something that you didn't have to pay for. <laughs> it's better to be on something than off something. Whoa. But what if you're off of all things and the universe can only be upon you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. How do you right away? Wait, submarine. Back in the submarine. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm drowning. <laughs> Quick, back in the submarine. All right. All right. All right. Let's start off. We do have, uh, yeah, we got like two weeks of news, but let's start off with some ridiculous shit and get the. If this is your first greasy episode, welcome. Yeah. 
Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations hard. Uh, all right. So this is a, this dude goes to rob a a store in Washington, Washington State. So he pulls up his his nice pickup truck in front, gets out, goes goes in the store, starts uh, planning his robbery, and then when he comes outside, someone had stolen his truck. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this is crazy. Yeah. Just like. Oh, man. The video doesn't show a whole lot. No. And it's not the truck I thought was going to get stolen. It's this background one. Yeah. Yeah. That, that little still red funny, phone though. in the back. Which it's is weird. Funny. Like, if you're out of those two trucks, right, you're going to steal one. Well, I guess probably because he didn't even lock his, you know? Yeah. This guy, there's a bicyclist bicycling around. And then, oh, boy, you got to watch Centennial Hyundai's commercial first. <laughs> so, the, see, my thing is. The getaway car got gotten. Yeah. But that's the fun part. Why are you robbing something by yourself? Usually you have a driver for you if you're robbing. You don't rob something by yourself. This is a two man job. Great question. That's part of how this article was a little bit exaggerated as far as the whole. He, this person was just pocketing some things. He was just shoplifting. So it was oh, like a okay. casual, casual lifting rather than a full-on I mean, robbery. Look at your truck, too. What are you doing going in there casually stealing candy bars? Yeah. Like, you got that mounds itch. You got to <laughs> grab as many mounds as you can at one time. You think you live yeah. in a world that's safe enough for you to leave your keys on the seat of your truck. Because that's why his truck got stolen. Bicycle dude bicycles by the truck, sees the keys on the seat, tosses his bicycle in the back of the truck, and takes <laughs> off. And shoplifty dude starts running after the truck like, oh, hey, the you're not supposed shit to do the thing. Out of his pockets. <laughs> you're doing the thing to me that I'm doing right now. Oh, <laughs> I trusted you. I trusted the city. He's like, what about the code, man? What about the code? Yeah. Key Atlantis Morissette song. <laughs> I felt safe leaving those keys on, the, on my truck in this place I feel safe robbing from. Definitely a two-man job. You go into that with a driver already in the car. Even if you're going after one Butterfinger or one whatchamacallit, you're still coming out with that driver. Right. Or you need a lookout or something, man, you know? Yeah. That, that's why you have kids. You just have the kid look out for you. <laughs> yeah, so you have kids so they can help with your robberies. And also, you know they're not going to do your drugs. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> kids won't do your drugs now. What's a shout out to his show a couple days ago. <laughs> oh. Discussed this at length. This is the second time we brought it up yeah. today. <laughs> Yo, if, if my parents did drugs when I was a kid, I've been doing all their drugs. With them, right? No. <laughs> oh fuck my parents man no, i'm just kidding <laughs> love you mom love you dude i had a friend his uh his uncle had the uh, chamber that he used to load up so when you smoke it'll resonate through the chamber and we used to take from the chamber and the dude never knew for like years <laughs> chamber just disappearing right damn it's funny all right we got we got some florida man news yeah this is washington state it's not we got, as fun we got a few florida newses from, uh, if you guys haven't checked this out, man, Florida Man Times. Yeah, we got Florida loaded there. It's Florida uh, Man Times? Yeah, it's pretty. It's just all stories of dudes from Florida, and it's just about the Florida man. I'm going to guess at which article this is. Go ahead and dive all in. Right, we'll see so if I have the right picture this, up. Just the title of this article is pretty great. Todd Barkett yep, get, gets fingered right after job application requiring fingerprinting ties him to cold case. Oh, I see what way they're saying fingered. Yeah, well, yeah, I was about to say he's getting right. fingered. I know. Like, Is that a new thing in jail? You go right. in, they just, instead of taking your fingerprint, they finger you? Right. <laughs> so uh, he's... This article. I've never seen that. Probably a, probably a dude from Florida. 
wrote this article. Oh yeah, tortoise visit, you guys. You guys want to see the tortoise? Hold on, keep talking about this person. I've we'll honestly never, never seen the tortoise come into this room. <laughs> six, yeah. six episodes I've had. It just doesn't like me, huh? You like that greasy conversation. So this dude, yeah. So he he had to get fingerprinted for a job, and ended up uh, tying him to a cold case from 1998. Uh, he was, and then after he was found guilty of a first degree murder of the 68 year old woman Jeez. from 1998, which is pretty nutty. Just uh, and it was like uh, it was like a break and entering gone wrong. And, what, uh, what's up with that haircut? You got it on the feed, huh? What is up with that? Yo, doesn't this dude look like he <laughs> yeah. kind of looks like the evil methed out brother of Rob Lowe? <laughs> oh, I see it. <laughs> I see it. I see right? it. <laughs> like the really sad, sad Rob Lowe who like never became a, a star. I think that that's low key Rob Lowe. He he looks. <laughs> It look kind of looks like a background uh, actor in like Taken Four, <laughs> taken from the trailer park. You guys didn't notice when Dude. there was a point in Rob Lowe's career where it seemed like he was replaced with a body double, leaving the original Rob Lowe to to waste away getting fingered. Why oh, you think his last name is Lowe? He's on the low. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. on the low. He's on that low. I'm so glad that he can come out about his butt stuff though. Yeah, embrace it. Embrace it internally. <laughs> internally. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh, man. All right. Where to go next? Should yeah, we, we are chugging. Should we just delve right into the the greatest saga of our times, the Sandwich Wars? Yeah, well, let's knock out these Sandwich Wars chunks, because I know everyone's been talking about sandwiches right now. We have a culinary specialist here with us. Mm. The perfect person I know at the station to consult on this sandwich uh, constant discussion of sandwiches right now what is it because i i have a thing against uh um sandwiches and versus empanadas and stuff just like against in general no i love sandwiches but there's some things that they call sandwiches that aren't sandwiches for instance uh yeah incrustables ah. the peanut butter and jelly uncrustables those oh, are yeah, empanadas. Like, yeah, it's like a peanut butter oh, jelly empanada. Yeah, it's not but, a sandwich. But you can't call it, say, an empanada is in the sandwich category. They're very close, right? Empanadas are seem sandwich esque to me. But what was first? I think the empanada, right? Maybe. You think? Well, I think yeah, there had maybe. to have been slices uh, on either side of a thing before there was people pinching the edges of the slices together. Oh wow! The turtle has papers, by the way. The tortoise. There's tortoise Rolling papers. papers. I don't want anyone thinking we got some illegal reptile over here. Oh. The tortoise, <laughs> there's paperwork for the tortoise. Just he's disclaimer. He's legal. Yeah, legal disclaimer. Legal so tortoise. Apparently there was just a battle. I think it was between Chick-fil-A and Popeyes. Oh. Popeyes comes out with the spicy chicken sandwich that apparently is pretty popular. And then Chick-fil-A has their spicy chicken sandwich. And then so, you know, obviously rivalries are going to develop because that's just how people are. Mm -hmm. It's just what we're going to do. So, Well, I, I was one of the people that had to be snotty and be like, Bojangles. <laughs> like, I'll name somewhere that's on the East Coast that no one can try out. Damn. <laughs> Digging deep with but the I Bojangles. Mean, there's right. some, there were some other contenders. Uh, Wendy's hollered up on that. A lot of people dragged Wendy's up in the mix. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. I mean, Wendy's... Wendy's chicken sandwich does not yeah. have mayonnaise like if you're gonna give me a chicken sandwich that don't have mayonnaise i'm gonna throw it at you i prefer it without mayonnaise yeah so what do you eat with it i, I relish french fries 
No, like what keeps your chicken sandwich from being dry? Well, you you mix the French fries. You get them all wet. <laughs> you get your French fries wet and yeah. put them in the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> they get wet by the sandwich's like juices. <laughs> I'm I'm picturing this and I I just don't get it. <laughs> when you get the the meat, uh, when you get the meat good. That Wendy's good. That sweaty but, meat. Yeah, the square has more surface area than the circle to sweat on your fries more. But your fries have to be instead <laughs> of the bun. So you get rid of the bun and you make a bun out of french fries. You like <laughs> shape it. This, this is, I'd rather just <laughs> use mayonnaise. But hey, man, if you, if you like it, yesterday I had a quesadilla with Takis in it and I rolled it up and oh. ate it. Oh, man, nice. I'm afraid I'll cut my mouth on that. Oh, that's so good. Because it's like soft on the outside. There's like secret shards. It's secret shards of Takis. <laughs> yeah. Takis are rough, man. Takis have cut me up. Oh, man. Yeah, Takis do damage on the mouth like Captain Crunch. Yeah, right. Haul out to Ange Kerfoot because I'm massively scrolling. But I just wanted to see if there's any more on this. So Diplo flew an airplane full of Popeyes. Yeah, the well, there, there's a few. There's, a, there's an escalation. Of the things. Oh, there's an escalation me. to this. So first, uh, so Popeyes... Runs out of their chicken sandwich pretty quick. I guess it was a uh, limited time for this particular type of sandwich. And so the first one, this dude ends up trying to sue Popeyes because he wasn't able to get a sandwich. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. So he was he was suing uh, because he wasted all this time driving to and from Popeyes, like different locations, was told to come back. The next day yeah, or whatever Yeah, they told day. him to come back the next day. Yeah, and then still no, you know, he didn't get a sandwich. Go for he it. He also claims that he suffered rim and tire damage <laughs> while driving from location to location and was humiliated when his friends laughed at him. Hey, I get it. Oh, that's part of the problem, though. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. going to be on there, too. Why He's going to be like, well, the- uh, this podcast out of Las Vegas, <laughs> Greasy Conversation, was talking about us, so that's another couple k right? i'm gonna sue so many restaurants for uh making my friends make fun of me right. <laughs> i'm gonna sue taylor swift because i bought one of her albums and my friends made fun of me <laughs> <laughs> that one is so good just saying sorry taylor Wait. coming <laughs> is it like talk show the game show do i just win uh some points uh, sure. Y- you lost at the game of losing. Oh, that sounded like a, <laughs> the Mario kind of coin thing. Yeah, uh, totally. It's yeah. that's ish. Probably price is right. Probably that mm. right price. Uh, and then, in a in Texas, a group of people were demanding Popeye's chicken sandwiches at gunpoint. What? When apparently they ran, they no longer were offering or serving the chicken sandwiches, and then these people got kind of a rowdy and pulled some guns inside the the restaurant but no one was injured <laughs> it looks like and <laughs> fix your man, sign you got crazy. letters out on your sign that's right Popeyes. Pop. Take, look at their sign clean your own yard this is the popeyes here i'm showing oh you. wait yeah you show. guys both you have a laptop and you have the tablet so phones. i felt i needed my phone out yeah show here we got that that's their sign they started and robbed for chicken sandwiches and then hi I'm Doomer's thing. Brandy, Brandy was in there from uh, uh, there we go. from That's Sin City Loving. She said hi, and she said she wants some beers on her show. Hi. There, hi, Brandy. Good. good angle. Hi, Brandy. I'll leave a few in, in the fridge. 
Like a good duber. All right. Sorry, radio people, while I dubered around with duber's phone. Oh, you guys have the laptop and the that. Yeah, I, I we've got so out of place of... without something open and active. Chatly <laughs> things uh, we can be hollered upon. No, I, I see it. a lot of people start things in restaurants. There was one viral one that I seen recently at a Whataburger in Texas. <laughs> pull, try and pull this up. Whataburger. It it's crazy. There was a rat in the kitchen, and they were filming it because it was an open kitchen. The dude's oh. filming the rat on the counter. <laughs> and then a lady that was a customer goes back, try to catch it in a pan, and the rat jumps into the fryer and kills oh, yeah, itself. So oh, yeah. saw that, dude. Oh, man. It was insane, though. Oh, man. He was like, I'm done. <laughs> Plus, it's one of those, like, Texas rats, too. Oh. They're, they're like, they think that they're their own country of rats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we're not American. We're Texan. Right. Texas rats. <laughs> I like Texas, though. I like how they have a place for people that aren't uh, Texans. It's called Austin. Yeah. <laughs> right. You don't ride a truck, but you ride a bicycle. They just let you ride the bicycle right to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I ride my bicycle around in the back of my truck. That's the most <laughs> Texas thing ever. I throw the bicycle in the truck. And then steal yeah. the truck yeah. <laughs> of somebody that was stealing candy bars. <laughs> oh, good old oh, Texas. Man. I like oh, this man. idea of rats as micro citizens. The little mini Americans, little fuzzy little mini voters. And then our last uh last sandwich nugget. Last sandwich nugget is uh our our boy, our lord and savior, Diplo. Diplo is is yeah. a sandwich guy? Oh yeah, I showed them the sandwich jet already. Oh yeah. They so got. basically, yeah, he just, he just like tweeted this photo out of him on a Popeye's jet with a couple bags of Popeye's. And uh, he went loaded up to Burning Man. and With some Popeye sandwiches. With some Popeye yeah. sandwiches, yeah. Oh, goodness. Did like uh, Tony Shea like throw all the Popeye <laughs> sandwiches down and light them on fire? <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, man. They had a burning uh, <laughs> Popeye sandwich. That was... The, okay, so shout out to... If you check out... This guy's shows are on the Radio Vegas Rocks YouTube. It's just Radio Vegas Rocks, all in word. Subscribe to that channel because his first episode, uh, we got into talking about Tony Shea just popping up anyway. <laughs> like, everyone has a Tony Shea story. He's such like, a ninja, dude. Uh, uh, burning the cube, the fire life cube. Oh, yeah, yeah. When life cube burned down, he was one of the people burning that down. Everyone's like, oh, he's, he walked in. When I, I was totally doing my taxes and... Look behind a door and there's Tony Shea. What was there was some He's crazy such ones. such the creepiest. I yeah. I actually uh, heard a story one time that he came out of a toilet at Atomic Bar one time like a genie, like someone was in there <laughs> going to the bathroom and Tony Shea just kind of hovered out while playing an Imagine Dragon song. Yeah. <laughs> His arms folded, yeah. unblinking. I love. He like raised up on a mound like, of cash. Like, you have you have half a wish. Yeah, dude, I seen him at the bagel store one time. Just he bought all of the bagels they had there one day just because he could. The Damn. idea that Imagine Dragons would just play in the background when he appears. <laughs> oh goodness, he's everywhere, man. I'm surprised he's not in that Popeyes picture. Yeah, like he's behind this window right here. <laughs> That's yeah. his plane. All right. There's a good place downtown, man, to get some uh, chicken sandwiches. Flock and Fowl. I haven't heard of this. It's one of the best chicken sandwiches I've ever had. But Flock and Fowl does like fried chicken, but then they do it in that steamed bread, the boh bread. It's called boh. 
Boa. Boa. You know what I'm talking? B O A. It's like it looks like it's boa, but the Chinese pronounce it like boa. It's like steamed bread. Oh yeah. Okay. And no. they put. Oh, it's so. Is it dumpling like? Uh, it it's, it's, it's like steamed buns. Oh. Like when you go okay, to okay, yeah. like for dim sum. Yes, when yes. you go to dim sum, it, that Yay. that the steamed bun, I get my hands on them buns. But speaking <laughs> of food, did you bring breakfast chunks? No, that was the beer. I saw I you didn't bring the, cereal. No. So cereal is a thing this dude's known for. We don't usually promote our guests at all. Oh shit! This thanks. is your, but you've actually earned it this time among all of them. Definitely. I didn't bring cereal. I'm trying to like low key diss all my past guests, but but yeah, there's exotic. What's the craziest cereal that you've done on your show so far? One had bacon in it. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. That had bacon. Last week's episode was, um, that just happened yesterday was, uh, it's very simple. Three ingredients, Oreos, frosted flakes, and, uh, dry ramen noodles. Dry rum and noodles? And then we poured that almond milk on there, and everyone ate it. They loved it. I tried it before. They had it, too. Wait, it I was, think you good. said ramen noodles. Dry ramen noodles. Okay. Like cause just from the pack, crunched up, dry, uncooked. It was I heard, like, good, a dry man. rum, like a gin. No, ramen. <laughs> uh, like, dry top ramen noodles. Oh, man. Bruce you never ate though. dry ramen noodles? Oh, yeah. We used to call those uh, ramen a la carte. A la carte. <laughs> oh, just eat that little pouch. The yep, regular. Put, yep. Exactly, man. I'd be seasoning it with other stuff, bro. I throw some uh some Lucas candy on there and eat that. Uh, oh yeah, fire. I like limon. Yeah, or the chili. Yeah. <laughs> now that might have been the. I think the top ramen was definitely one of the strangest ones. And then Cheez Its and grapes. I had a Cheez It and grape cereal. Uh, it was it was a play on a cheese board. Well, it was pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. What else? All types of stuff. We got two I don't know people. about. Two I don't know about in that. Here. They coming in. That's what happens on the Cheez Its. There's a Cheez It situation in a. Um, man, that's just a I just shout out to to cheese it, the people, cheese it, cheese it up. There's a big fight. There's a war between people that like cheese it and goldfish it. Oh. or the cheesums, cheesums too, right? Nips are the worst. The nips, N- nips are like they try to look like cheese it's even. They don't taste like them at all. No, I think it's all texture <laughs> thing because I like them goldfish and how they got like little pockets of air yeah. inside of them. I wouldn't yeah. dare pit. Uh, goldfish against Cheez-Its when I love both of them so I'd, mm-hmm. I'd cry to see them fight exactly and a lot of goldfish people so underestimate good. the absence of food in food like that's just air in the middle of a goldfish it's, yeah it don't cost money but they put it in there it's free enjoyment though you get <laughs> right. to the air pocket is a whole pocket of pleasure without any calories Cheez-Its with mac and cheese somebody says they like eating I could I could see that I'd cut my mouth again you guys want to cut your mouths it's like I want to put hard, sharp things in my soft stuff. Soft stuff. Mouse uh, been cut. You know, playing play with cut. textures is one thing that a lot of chefs try to do. They're like, yeah. you don't think of it because you you're can, you're always like, oh, what's it taste like? What's it look like? But what is the actual like? Is it does it have other textures? Is it too soft? But safety first, though. You got you play with all these textures, but glass edges is not like a texture I want to play with, though. Glass. Yeah, like, like crackers and sharp things, or it's like hard candies up in there. It's like, oh, I'm eating this soft cornbread, and there's like candy knives in there. Oh, <laughs> candy <laughs> knives. <laughs> this sounds like trick-or-treating in my childhood neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, what what do you think of ice cream with um, like Swedish fish in it and, and gummy bears in it? Because those harden up pretty bad. Oh, the yeah, ice cream makes those, them man. hard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, that was good. Oh, yeah, I man. almost broke my tooth on a gummy yeah. bear that was in oh, ice cream. Yeah, I didn't even know that risk was head. a thing. I, I 
It's like my cream creamy. For, I like to let my ice cream get room temp. <laughs> really? <laughs> Are you that person? How gross. You drink your ice cream? Yeah, I used to do it when I was a kid because it was like, they were like, oh, you got to go to bed after that ice cream. Uh, no, don't even judge of why my parents would give me ice cream before bed, <laughs> but I would like make it last longer by like letting it melt. Yeah. But then you, you got to slurp the soup. Yep. <laughs> slurp the soup. Jello is a great food. Really? That is I it love jello. It is. I don't know. I don't hate it, but I mean, I've only. Uh, it's like I'm so what I, I like playing with it and then eating it's See? like oh it's like how do you make jello special? How do you make it not just oh, like dude. fruit plastic? You get personal with that jello, bro. I'm doing I'm gonna do cup off. <laughs> I wanna do if there was one food that you would have sex with that was cold, it would probably be jello. Yeah, right? good call. Good call. Yeah. Cold right. food. Now we're not talking a hot food because you can't heat up jello. <laughs> yeah, there's so many warm foods that would be better to have sex with than <laughs> cold food for sure. Exactly, but I'll fuck the shit out of some jello. Yeah. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just get picky with flavors. People are like, you're racist based upon the flavor. <laughs> like, I don't have a preference. Bro. It all feels the same on my wiener. <laughs> no, I'm just, I the really, flavors I, the same to my urethra. I really do like Jello. It's one of the underestimated foods uh, out there, man. People just don't look at it. But, like, it's so good for you. They serve it in hospitals. Yeah, I don't hate <laughs> it. I just really take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, look at you. You're just for like sure. a wiggly window. Well, yeah, because like, you know, if... if like a family member ain't making it like I'm not going to make fucking jello to eat ever <laughs> ever I may like jello but I ain't ever going to fucking make it it's so you know it's just one of those things so you got time it takes like 3 hours to set yeah well even like I just don't, I'm, I'm just like eh I don't care that much Bro, you want to really like get in close with your grandma, say something like that. Say your grandma's about to pass away, and you want to slip in that wheel, bro, go make her some jello. Toss them back. <laughs> right? Some oysters. <laughs> jello oysters. Oyster jello. Oh, Joysters. Joysters. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's do one one quick one for our first we got Billy one, Bob. One quick session. little nibble before we All right. get Bob Thornton's going. Yep. This is another Florida man story. Our good our good boy Robin D. Perry sold a million dollars in fake Yeti products. <laughs> All right, now when I first read this headline, I was like, oh, this dude can cut. He had the whole scheme of selling like fake skull, like fake little yelly, Yeti feet and shit, you know, <laughs> like Yeti bones and like yeti, little Yeti thumb keychains and shit, you know? Yeah, like, like, like rabbit's feet, yeah. but it's like a thumb. Yeah, How much did he make? A he million profited? dollars. But it wasn't it wasn't like an abominable snowman Yeti. It was just the brand Yeti that makes like those cups and shit, like the insulated mugs oh. and stuff. <laughs> That's oh, why, like, when man. I first saw it, I was like, yo, this dude's a genius. Yeah. I mean, he still was a genius up until he got caught. But, uh... Dude, you could yeah. knock off anything, man. Knock off, yeah. je- knock off jeans be making money in the streets. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, knock off Apple Bluetooth headsets when Apple didn't make even earpods or anything before the before the, the pod fellows, the, the eye... I doodles the 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 thing where it looks like there's white semen dripping out of your ear. Oh, the Apple makes it looks like that right now. You can't not yeah, see that. Yeah, they're just like little tiny little yeah. drops. Yeah, they're seed pods. Oh, that's sick. Semen pods, yeah. Yeah. So before they made that, people would make these Bluetooth headsets that had a little Apple logo on there and everything. Like, wow, it's finally a product they've never made pretending they made it <laughs> it's like you're knocking off something that's not even a thing 
That's on that's on tap though. If I were Apple, I'd buy those and just like sell them. Like, hey, thanks for making us this product with our logo on it. <laughs> right. I'm just about to start like making like underground like knockoff like um, uh, weapons of of destruction. People buy them and they're just gonna be <laughs> knocked off. They don't work. Just they're like gonna go to like yeah. They're gonna go to like do like uh, some kind of weird stuff with a bomb and it doesn't work. And then they get arrested. So like I'm a hero. I right? just stop something from happening. <laughs> <laughs> no repeat customers. <laughs> There's a guy in Vegas recently got, uh, caught selling, um, uh, making and selling AK-47s. Dang, and, no like, way. Large gnarly. amounts. Damn. Yeah, shoot for the stars, man. I guess so. Screw yeah. the Yeti, but that's smart. Yeah. I mean, it's a move. I'd love to be someone that did that for something that didn't like it wasn't its purpose wasn't to kill. Its purpose was to like unite and make people love one another and get together. But then we're talking drug dealer territory for sure. It'd, oh. it'd be nice to be able to make drugs. Yeah. But I mean, we're making them right now inside ourselves with uh, knowledge and companionship. Just being honest, if 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 drugs were all legal, I'd probably at least be selling four of them. <laughs> right. Well, that's the problem. As soon as they're legal, they don't make as much money. I'd still yeah. be doing it, like selling. So the, I totally. This brings okay. up something that I, I wanted to say in the car on the way over here, but none of you could hear me in the car on the way over here, so it was pointless <laughs> when I said it. But it really does depend on the drug. Like I was thinking, yeah, yeah. I I'm crammed, packed, full of kratom today. I'm having a kratom day. That's why I'm not dose equis in it. I don't like it when the kratom and the alcohol battle each other but like that's on my good list but then it would suck to be dependent on it because it stops working after a couple days as strongly i don't know what kratom is oh it's like a, a legal uh powder or you can get it in pill form and it's a plant that grows natively in, in thailand in thailand and it has a opiate sort of effect it's a little bit laura tabby percocetti but yeah, it, like, it acts on similar receptors to opiates. Um, none of the craving feelings. Yeah, though. but it's not like it's it is like it can be mildly addictive if taken in like massive sure. amounts. Um, but you're not going to have like serious withdrawals where you're twitching or anything. And it's just general like there's different strains for uh, if you want like a little mellow or you want like a little pain relief or you mm. need some uh, you know, like a head buzz and all that stuff. So it's not salvia. No, no, very, no, no, very no. much very not. Different. All right, it's not a disassociative. Because it sounded, as leave. soon as you start with "it's a legal herb," I'm like, my <laughs> mind goes to salvia. Back in the day, shit, I jumped through a wall. I, I went through a wall, like straight I through it. a wall. Yeah. Did you succeed in traveling entirely through the wall? I'm I, like, I, like, did you get I'm to the other side? Metaphoric wall. Oh, uh, no. It's like, did you damage property? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I know my some body. people have, man. Okay, salvia stories. Get ready. So I. Uh, had my whole world become nothing but an orange field. There was nothing above or below me, only orange, and life was only orange, until it started to turn into my entire perception being these horizontal stripes of light and dark orange. Whoa. And then I was looking at my head from the side. I had a giant head, and it was only a head, and it was to my left, my <laughs> head was. And I saw my head uh, open its mouth, uh, and travel from left to right eating one of the stripes and I felt my mouth also eating the stripe so I the, and the stripes traveled into my mouth horizontally and then I could start to see like the room and my friends uh, 
through the orange stripes and perceived that they were witnessing me open and close my mouth like nom nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, don't do salvia hungry. So you woke up eating a uh, zebra bubblegum. Yeah. <laughs> zebra stripes. Man, that's crazy. At it's least like you didn't half hurt a yourself, man, because a lot of people, they go yeah. overboard, man. For It's only like a two minute high. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's such a weird thing to call that a high when it was just a complete disassociation with reality temporarily. Mm. I yeah. just left and came back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have a solid story? I do. All right. Yeah. So I was like with my buddy and I was introducing him to it. And uh, I was like on the floor leaning up against his bed. And I smoked it and then, you know, everything goes black and I'm, I'm just out in the middle of nowhere. And there's just like my, my entire perception is just this giant square. And then around there's this border of these little like ant creatures. Oh. And they're like dancing around the square. And they're like singing and saying stuff and I can't really make it out. And then eventually it's like, follow us, follow us, follow us. You know? <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, I'll go. I got to go deeper. All right, I got to go deeper. So I, I do. I trust them. And then it's like, you know, the visuals get more complex and stuff and they're still there and there's more of them and they're doing more intricate dances, you know, and they're like, follow us, follow us, you know. So I'm like, I'm kind of scared at first because I don't want to go like too out there, you know, but I do. I talk myself into it. And then the whole time I'm doing this, like my body is just like leaning over a little bit. And you perceive that you have conscious control of how much you're traveling into it. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you're not doing any more. I couldn't, I couldn't like control, but I could either agree with them. I could yes. say, okay, I'll go with you or yeah. not, you know? And if for I, sure. if I let go, then I'll go where they take me. Can then, fight it or not. Yeah. So this went on for a couple iterations. And then finally the last time they're like, come I'm like, I was really like worried. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm pretty far in there. Like, I don't know if I need to go any deeper, you know, insidious. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so um, they're like, no, follow us, follow us. And I'm like, all right, all right, one more time. And then I do, and the next thing I know, I'm like leaning over, bam, and my head smacks into my friend's mini fridge. <laughs> it snaps me out of it. Like, uh, oh, I went too deep. And I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> they tricked me. The so whole thing. The, when I did Salvia, I, did, I had like a stairway quick thing, but I've had a lot of trips in my life. And I don't think, Many of them compared to I was about uh, 11 or 12 and I had bronchitis and uh, my, I was sleeping. So I would like wake up coughing and I didn't know like I was still in a sleep. But my mom bring me in a bottle of Robitussin and it was a uh, brand new bottle. Yeah. She opened it up and she left it with me <laughs> and she walked out the room. And I guess in my sleep, I drank the whole entire bottle Ooh, yeah. and uh, I woke up and I, I don't Robo think. Tripping. Yeah, I was tripping for at least a month. Just oh, like no something, man. There was something about it. The first week was hard, though. Like, I missed a couple of days of school. Damn. That's yeah. another disassociative, too. You like, yeah. felt like you're out of your body and stuff. Oh, it was robot. It was robot stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was 12 years old uh, coming up with, like, reasons of why the world exists. Yeah. You know? <laughs> because of Robitussin. <laughs> oh, man. Old Tussin. Awesome. I remember, like, staring at a Christmas light in my room and then. Uh, the light was right next to me. Like I could reach and touch it. It was like Ooh. in my face. I was like hanging out with the light. We were like buddies mm -hmm. and I existed in it's like way of being just hanging and glowing. That's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> we just hung out just together, glow. hanging and glowing. That's life in, in this moment with this light is my buddy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you ever seen those, um, uh, glasses that you put on during Christmas time and they make every kind of light, like look like a yes. snowflake. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, 
take some mushrooms, <laughs> psychedelics, go out during Christmas time and look at Christmas tree lights <laughs> yeah. with those. With those and you just wander like you'll start on the west side of town and end up like way past uh lake mead and stuff (laughs) you're just out there dude or get a friend to drive you that's a passenger seat move i have fully done that you have people that you could call they're just like hey i'm tripping drive me (laughs) you know last year it was like these indicas Ange and i were bumping into shout out crack correspondent Ange kerfoot new album really on Bandcamp. Uh, into the whatever you know we're looking at like it, we're we're finding like you you indica yourself to like nap couch lock time but then like slam some caffeine uh, and it's like this delicate speed ball where the ooh. christmas lights are like your buddies yeah if i could do a speed ball without hitting a crack pipe yeah yeah i'm down it's like yeah a delicate indica, speed ball and caffeine yeah I do, I do indica that's what i do I, yeah. uh, I smoke indica and i drink caffeine and loads of it and it keeps me at a nice yeah steady pace because sativa is like chinese food like you smoke it and 10 minutes later you want to smoke more because you're not high anymore uh, indica will keep it's me high for hours rush. yeah totally yeah. different high too more more on the soothing blankety less Less like uh, getting whipped by a wet blanket and more like being snuggled in a dry blanket. Oh, do you guys have any foods that make you feel high when you eat them? Oh, McDonald's. No. McDonald's? Yeah. Boy. It totally like affects me like a drug. Yeah. It's like time to lay down with this McDonald's in me. One of mine is like blue cheese. Blue mm. cheese makes me feel so numb and lightheaded and like oh, really? I'll oh. mix it in to what my like daily routine. What if you're allergic and you're dying? <laughs> <laughs> That's just it. It's just a light allergy. It's the light allergy. It's worth it, man. Kill me. It oh, is. Uh, I'll, I'll like smoke a little bit, drink a little bit, and just pop right. a little blue cheese or uh, vanilla wa- vanilla wafers. Get me high a little bit. Uh, Those vanillas. Yeah, any kind of like fat and salt. Gnarly. If I get a fat salt wave, mm-hmm. uh, process that all all high in, the, in my ever, brain pipes. You ever been high and you eat a couple tacos and it like brings up your high? Like, uh, tacos can activate a high sometimes i know right like uh like vitamin c hella does that yeah yeah, yeah. i remember when we were kids we saw did that oh we're all gonna drink orange juice right now yeah. we're gonna yeah. be higher <laughs> yeah we're gonna be orange juiced out boy <laughs> next we're... thing you know we're all in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's shit and orange juice yeah. So we we're going over. We gotta we gotta pay our Bob Thorntons. Yeah, it's, it's time uh, to pay some Billy Bobs. It's time to pay some S. Preston Esquires. There's big news coming out of Vegas. Your friends from RadioVegas.rocks wants to give one lucky listener a chance to win two VIP tickets with airfare and three days, two nights stay to see one of the greatest bands. It's the hottest residency in Vegas. We're talking about Aerosmith. <laughs> All you got to do is download the free RadioVegas.rocks app and register to win. All information can be found at www.radiovegas.rocks. One lucky winner will get two VIP seats on stage. That's right, on stage to see Aerosmith live November 21st in Las Vegas at the Park MGM. Aerosmith and RadioVegas.rocks. Hey, Radio Vegas Rocks listeners. It's your favorite troublemaker, Sober Sal, from the Not Playing Stupid podcast. 
I'm headed to Summer Meltdown this weekend to partay. And do you think this degenerate has time to sober up or take a shower to that four-day music festival? No, ain't gonna happen. The cool things I don't need to. I got dude wipes. Dude wipes aren't typical ass wipes. Dude wipes are made from plant-based fibers and are actually certified as flushable. Not only are dude wipes alcohol fragrance-free, they're also lined with aloe and vitamin E to ensure your anus isn't so heinous. So go to dudeproducts.com and use checkout code SHARTWEEK and you receive additional 15% off your entire order. Someone has to take care of your ass. It might as well be you. Come on, dude. Take it to the hole. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-709-4389-800-709-4389-800-709-4389. That's 800-709-4389. Let's face it, every once in a while, we all need a little help. A call to the bullpen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, have I got a product for you. Rick Knucklecock here to tell you about an exciting new product called Spunk Lube. Yes, Spunk Lube, the all-water soluble lubricant that'll help you perform in the bedroom. Yes, Spunk Lube. You can use it to loosen pickle jars, play a game of hide the pickle. Hide the pickle. Use it to grease your ball bearings. Do you have a squeaky back door? Squeaky door. Need to glaze a ham? Or how about frost a donut? Frost a donut. Yes, Spunk Lube. And boy, do I have an offer for you. If you call now and mention RadioVegas.rocks and order three jars of Spunk Lube, you get two for free. They often say two's a crowd, but three's a party. Spunk Lube. Visit us at SpunkLube.com. Ah, that's the sound most people make when they leave Pinches Tacos. Why is that? Because Pinches Tacos prides themselves in making every location unique, but give every location the same feel. I'm not talking cookie cutters like those big chain restaurants. They blend into your neighborhood and create a place you want to call your second home. Their doors are always open. Well, at least until 11 o'clock. Their mission is simple. They provide you the best taco experience by using high quality meats and seafood fresh garden vegetables handmade tortillas and high quality artisan breads they could have made it complicated but they chose not to why because they found through experience that keeping things simple is a good recipe for success and happiness it's also a good recipe for a pretty tasty pinches taco According to Spanish language Stack Exchange, we always use it as an insult enhancer and can turn almost any curse word into a really rude one. Pinche pendejo, pendeja equals f asshole. Now they have six locations, two right here in Las Vegas. Come in, find out why we love them so much. Check them out on Facebook or visit the website, pinchestacos.com. 
Hotels.com for a location nearest you. Do you fear the dark? Do you fear the light? Are you afraid of what you've seen? Are you afraid of what you can't see? What responses, you, you say you're testing it at the house, uh, what, what responses did you get when you were uh, testing it? Uh, I mean, I've heard my full name, Chris's name, uh, just direct replies to questions and stuff. On World Ghost Radio, the paranormal, the spirits, the unexplainable, with your host, Rocky, on World Ghost Radio. Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. Yeah, get the app, RadioVegas.rocks is where this is occurring. Right now, you're listening to Greasy Conversation. Holla at the sponsors, tell them RadioVegas.rocks got you involved and now we're climbing in I don't even know what we're climbing into but we're here with Mike Duber from Behind the Bet podcast check it out also here and on the YouTube channel Radio Vegas rocks all one word YouTube it up toss us a sub sub us a like ring us a bell yeah I'm trying to get some notifications <laughs> yo yeah alright so notified. this I'm actually kind of happy about this. I don't know if it goes far enough, but uh, Johnson & Johnson has been ordered to pay $572 million for its role in the opioid crisis. Yeah, legit. Johnson & Johnson? Yeah. yeah. Like the baby? Yeah. They're best known, but they also do produce pharmaceuticals. Hellaceuticals. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there have been a few... Um, attorneys that have been trying to go after the big pharmaceutical companies for their part in the opioid crisis. Uh, and in this particular case, the judge did find that basically they used false marketing, misleading marketing, and uh, misrepresented their the data they had on the studies to make it seem like these drugs aren't as addictive yeah, and aren't as harmful as they actually are. Tried to convince doctors for years that they didn't have the same addictive qualities of other opiates uh, when you use something like Oxycontin. So doctors would feel comfortable regimenting something that has a diminishing effect the longer you use it and hella uh, uh, really, dependency issues. Yeah, has a way just as addictive as heroin, if not more. Yeah, it's so, like the same molecule. Yeah, I'm picturing Boss Baby. <laughs> With that baby, <laughs> them fucking eyebrows, and he's the one up there just dealing out all the opiates. Yeah, it's a lost baby situation. Eyebrows right. though, seriously, like uh, you can't put them under the hat. That's a thing too. Like you, you were questioning. You guys missed a little discussion with Duber about eyebrows under or not under the hat. Yeah, and yeah. You can't hide your eyebrows under your hat, people. If you're walking around doing this. Like you really need to make that change in your life to let your eyebrows be free from under the hat because <laughs> it, 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 it affects your personal relationships. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it does. It. It's true. 
But uh, no that's crazy. I didn't know Johnson and Johnson was behind all this. They're only one of them. They're only one, yeah. yeah. Like all the major pharmaceutical companies had some type of like opiate, I imagine. They Probably not everyone, up. but it's a legit conspiracy when everyone's wasting their wow. uh, conspiracy energy on like flat planets and <laughs> vaccines and shit. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> this is something that is a, a way that uh, pharmaceutical companies were trying to make money on something that doesn't give people aut- autism. It just allows people to die and stop breathing and, uh, uh, and lose and ravage entire communities and, and crash like, their ruin, cars ruin and families yeah. And, yeah and here we are trying to to say it's okay to 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 take opioids instead of marijuana this whole time people were like no, yeah, that no was marijuana the, the war on marijuana was do this safe thing from your doctor that gets a free golf trip when he gives it to you yeah yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah people yeah that's the thing that always kills me about all these like conspiracy theories it's like like with with climate change right now right it's the conspiracy, you know, the common thing now is that it's actually all the scientists that are in cahoots doctoring the numbers to get all the grant money. Yeah, every scientist. Yeah, <laughs> when really it's been proven that the oil companies have been funding, like, shitty research. Well, they, they funded yeah, real research. Yeah, that got the grant money. That's where you actually get the grant money. And they <laughs> came, their research came to the same conclusions that climate scientists are currently coming to yeah. in the <laughs> 80s. All right. They knew about it like since the 80s and uh, they, they've hidden this research and produced propaganda against it. Yeah. And that's against an actual conspiracy. Change. Yeah. Like they, I, they were way too far, though. And everyone, yeah, yeah, that's what they so all too. say. They say it's just gone too far. But you cannot make people even forced to uh, compost food, which energy is uh, besides energy. Like, let's not look at energy. Like before we were even using so much energy. We were still uh, like getting our food and taking it and just wasting, you know, like instead of composting naturally, we were throwing it away, which is the the leading cause of that green greenhouse effect, you know, to where we're just keeping gases stored in the atmosphere and it creates a hotter and breaks down the ozone layer. But it's way too far. The only place that's actually like you have to compost is San Francisco. It's oh, really? it's mandatory. Like everyone does, but you, they can't even install it in schools. It fails like ninety percent of the time in schools. Yeah, well, th- yeah, it's like a. I mean, it's a complicated problem, but just like the from the conspiracy standpoint, and like look back when tobacco companies were yeah. like, oh no, no, cigarettes too. don't cause cancer. Here's all these scientists that we hired that say <laughs> cigarettes don't cause cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Look, we checked. It's cool. Like, okay, yeah, okay. So these like <laughs> major multi multi billion dollar corporations are really looking out for the little guy. Yeah. All right, sure. Never. It makes it suspicious all the anti vaping stuff and all of the because the, the tobacco companies are owned by companies or they own other companies that are innocuous and and not uh, as like in our face as having any relationship to that. But those companies also sponsor the television networks, and so, like so. They hop on the bandwagon, even if they're not sponsored, of any other network that's got juicy vaping news. But like the people that are getting sick vaping, they're, they're vaping weird shit. If you're just vaping fruit juice, which is all like the glycerin and like glycerin is just like fruit sweat. It's, it's yeah, not yeah. bad. <laughs> so, in like, so, so say it's bad for you to inhale liquid vapors 
of something like that. It collects in the lungs and the plants plants grow in your lungs or something. It's still way the hell less bad than smoking. Yeah, that's to, yeah. When you have actual particulate solids going in your lungs. Well, I think another thing too is I've always known like when people vape, like they'll just constantly vape. Like some people will just constantly Yeah, have some hit air. It. Hit some air. You know? Where it's like just <laughs> Take a all, hit of some Where like a cigarette, if someone's smoking a cigarette, they're like you know, if you're at yeah. work, you're probably smoking a couple during the workday. And then you smoke, you know, but yeah, well, I you didn't can take nicotine. Also, people are dying. Yeah. Yeah. There's can, been quite a few. You can take nicotine your deaths. whole life and not have cancer from nicotine. I don't think it's good for you, but it's nowhere near as bad for you as the other things in tobacco. So sure. people are conflating like this nicotine addiction with all the bad things that smoking tobacco does. You can maintain a nicotine, nicotine addiction with nicotine gum for like your whole life. Mm -hmm. Doctors have no problem with that. And if there's no problem inhaling like water vapor and you're vaping something that's basically water vapor uh, from like fruit glycerin or something that's actually safe. And that's only it. Not all kinds of weird scent chemicals and shit. Yeah. And my problem it's with different. it when I read about it was the uh, that some of this they're reporting as uh, weed vape, too. They're saying that there has been uh, quite a study. And then I actually saw a month ago was the first death yeah. from marijuana came from a vape pen. And uh, something like that is like is I think weed heads are, are paranoid to begin with. Yeah. So they're going to be out there running to the doctor. Oh, like, so I'm ah, going to run and smoke something that smoking actually does run an actual. You can get emphysema and, and COPD from smoking weed all the time. True. Smoking particle but people, matter. Can you still but not say, from doing weed from Can you still it. say that marijuana has never, ever killed anyone? Because for the longest time, everyone would say that marijuana has never caused a death. And well, I used to say it. Well, you st absolutely, because it's not the marijuana that killed this person. It was vape. probably like a lung infection kind of thing, oh. wasn't it? Because like the a lot of the health things I'm seeing is maybe these people are having uh, it's it's an environment in the lungs where unhealthy things that were already airborne can grow better. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like when you're in a really humid environment, things get moldy. It's like internal mold time. That's a speculation that I have on some of these issues. Is that these people aren't are putting their lungs in an unnatural environment, even if it's with natural things. Mm -hmm. It's not natural to like be in a sauna all day. Yeah. And hot, you can burn your lungs with a temperature too high. I think that's where a lot of people are getting injured too, is setting the temperature Dude. so high and it's, oh. it's a steam injury. They're like 800. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're steaming out their insides. They're right. taking all the wrinkles yeah. out of their it lungs inside. Nuts. Plus I feel like if someone has just been waiting, they're like, see, see, weed, weed can kill people. <laughs> it happened. Finally, like, this person was yeah. crushed under pounds of weed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, just like your argument's pretty bad. Just let's let's just cut it there. I picture a meme of that. Yeah. <laughs> I get crushed by weed. Yeah, first death by weed. Oh man. He yeah, loved it though. So Big the, grin on his face. Uh, real back to this Johnson Johnson thing. Real, the only like bad thing is, is that they had they only had to pay half a billion dollars. Oh. That's like a drop in the fucking bucket compared. <laughs> To the amount of money all these companies made as soon as like oxycontin hit the market man uh, like just it's it's nothing it's like a fucking joke you know which is part of the problem but i mean it's something i guess you know yeah like, they're it's, not it's proof that there was an actual thing too yeah because there's deniers about that also yeah and it's like no they knew the whole time and now everyone's fucked up about it but anyhow all right anyhow yeah. okay so we got, I guess. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's looming. I should have whispered over that. Right. One. So I guess there was uh, some new. They're trying to like make a a new Titanic. They're going to rebuild the Titanic. I don't new know if Titanic, that's true or not. New Titanic. I rem- I think I remember reading it. I could have been dreaming. I don't know. I don't know why I'd be dreaming about the Titanic. Cause who gives a fuck anymore? But all right, all that setup. Leo, it's about Leo. For I'm this, down, dude. Dreaming for about this it. Fox News host asked why they couldn't just raise the Titanic, <laughs> right? It's been on the ocean floor for, I don't, I don't know when, you know, however long. Wow, you host, you're the first one to think of this. I know, I've right? I've seen this ship under here for, so, since we were little kids. No one else has thought of this. But yeah, and the funny, and then just like Twitter just tears his ass a new one. And they're like, oh yeah, how are we going to do this? They're like, yeah, we just put balloons underneath it and lift it up, you know? <laughs> And it's like, and they're like, you know how much fucking helium you would need to do that? There is, there, there, like, there isn't well, enough or, helium or on or Earth. Air balloons. I mean, if you filled balloons with air, that would, yeah, yeah, yeah. they would go up in the water. But I mean, the balloons would have to be really tough, and a lot of them, and it's way too much weight for the buoyancy of water to lift. Yeah, because this plus, whole boat was full of air before it sank. Yeah, and but, then plus like all the pressure, like what the the pressure doesn't just like pop the balloons anyway. <laughs> But it was just kind of funny, just like when when a show. I mean, I'm sure I say stupid shit on this show all the time, but you know, <laughs> I don't have to worry about Twitter tearing my ass off. Yeah, though, yeah, we're trying. Yeah. We're actively trying to say both intelligent and stupid stuff for the contrast to be enjoyed. Yeah, where totally. this is bold faced fun. Uh, you know, it's kind of cute though. Yeah, like, I you just want to yeah. pat him on the head. Yeah, balloons, buddy. We'll balloon it up. <laughs> yeah. I could picture someone trying to pull it out in their F-150. <laughs> That's what I was just saying. Like, if we just get a big group of people, all right, we toss a really long rope. My Duramax will get it. All right, <laughs> let's get everyone with a truck in Texas, which is 99% of Texas. We'll get everyone from Texas to pull it up. And they, in, in return, everyone from Texas gets to talk about it for the rest of eternity. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's, that makes it worth it. And, Texas will do anything. And for they that. get to just like keep the Titanic in Texas. Just throw it somewhere. Can we give them New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? We'll throw in New Jersey. Yeah, just sure. throw it. New York's fucking pissed. They're like, hey, 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 where did our trash can go? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop thinking about like the tug of war thing you're saying. With someone like, because there's always someone that ties the rope around their waist. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, like when the things, lead. Yeah. When things go awry, that person gets dragged. I was the big guy yeah, with the 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 rope tied around me. But we could probably get a few elementary schools to pull that Titanic out with tug of war ropes. You get that kid that was like me that was like way bigger than he should be, you know, like and just tug that out. I'll get the. They're like, oh, sir, out. this is this is uh this is a fifth grade class. You need to go back to college. Yeah, <laughs> and no, I'm in yeah. fifth grade. They'll be okay with the water because it'll be like field day. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What's with these people wanting it, wanting the Titanic? I don't know. I don't understand. What are either. you gonna do with it? Yeah, remake it. <laughs> it's all rusty. <laughs> no, I mean well, they're just gonna do that anyway. Just, just make another one. Material. Yeah, you're gonna pull this up and then what? You're gonna boat it around again? It's in two halves. I say they and just shoot a porn in it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Draw me like one of your French girls. All right. I'm in. <laughs> no. It will be called the Titanic. Oh, man. All right. The idea of doing it in some like boat wreckage, I'm just, <laughs> that derailed any other thought I had. That's amazing. I just think that it would, if they did pull it up, you know, like get it out of there, right? And it's going to be haunted. Yeah. Like the, the souls don't stay in the water. Water's not that powerful. 
That's the one time you want to hump with an audience is when you think a place is haunted. Nothing sexier than a place you think is haunted. But then you think about another layer and you're like, what kind of voyeurism is that? Until you get there, you're like, nothing sexier than, than having sex in a haunted place. And you get there and you're like, this is Free. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm not turning yeah. on at all. Yeah. And then you gotta be, you gotta step up. You can't yeah. wuss out. Uh, yeah. That's to the excitement. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> gotta get your thrills. Man, if you haunted place level and that pirate ship level, it's a double situation. Yeah, I oh, bet Nicholas Cage haunted could take the ship. Titanic out of the water. Probably. Just yeah. cage it out. Just uh, Chuck Norris. Just tell him. Just tell him there's like cocaine at the bottom. Of the <laughs> <Titanic>. <laughs> Oh, we had a comment on that. This shit was, uh, this shit's been out on like Nicolas a week. On Nicolas Cage? No, uh, Michael a- Gagliano, host of the show that's right after this show. So mm. wherever you're tuning in, make sure you tune back into RadioVegas.rocks or again, the YouTube channel, Radio Vegas Rocks, all one word, and check out, it's also on his Facebook feed, but Two Clueless Dudes is the show on right after this one. They let me produce it. It's a hilarious show. And he commented earlier on our discussion of mayonnaise with the sandwich war. <laughs> he says that he smokes mayonnaise. <laughs> he Fuck said, yeah, bro. it's like cocaine, only not cocaine. Yeah. Which That's so good. many things are. You can grind up a Lego and Dude. it's like cocaine, but not cocaine. Don't tell me about it, man. I've been like, been fucking mainlining mayonnaise, man. <laughs> yeah. Pretty fucking rough. That Lego you know, it's does. pretty cheap, though. It, it actually is more affordable than than. Uh, opiates and other stuff like that. It's true. Uh, mayo is? Yeah, yeah for mayo sure. Is so cheap, dude. <laughs> I'd be putting them in like the Tylenol, Tylenol syringes for my kid and just <laughs> <laughs> pop is, one of those. No matter how cheap or expensive cocaine is, by the time it gets to you, it's mostly like fentanyl or, or a baby Novocaine. Or like I, lidocaine. I, I, did, I, did, <laughs> I remember a, a long time ago, I did some coke and it was so bad that I wanted meth. <laughs> yeah, it's that it's that fentanyl like nap. You're like, why am I nodding on this coke? Why do I? Yeah, why I am like, I itchy? Fentanyl now. <laughs> this yeah. coke is so bad. I need meth. <laughs> God, damn. I didn't do it. That's real I bad. Like, yeah, that's I thought like, of it, and then yeah. I was like, holy shit, what are you thinking? Like, what are we doing with this world when our when like our bad things are mixed with another bad thing that makes you want the worst thing? Yeah, because it was, yeah. wasn't even good. Because we're talking about ranking ones. Meth is a gnarly one. Because it really disintegrates the body so much. But, yeah. like, it really tricks you into thinking it's, like, this girlfriend. Like, yeah. there's really this, like, awful kind of, like, breakup thing it fucks with in the brain that I think people take for granted when trying to treat an addiction like that. Some things get addicted in a way that's, like, that's on new levels of addiction. Mm-hmm. That's, like, you need, like, relationship counseling with an addiction I've like seen, that. I've seen people become so strongly uh, survived on meth and you wouldn't even know it because they hide it so well and they've done it for 20 years. But that's all they do and they handle it well. But you would never know. It's, it's I've that, seen that crazy so of a rarely. drug. Like a crackhead. Oh. Most crack people head. think they're handling it well and everyone else can tell. That no one thinks you know, they can five tell. Five days of doing crack, you know you're on crack. Yeah. Like if your buddy came up to you and you wouldn't even know. But people on meth, they're actually so paranoid that they're good at making themselves look like they're not some on people, meth. Some people can be like really functioning on it. Maybe there's they more functioning around. They, I just haven't they noticed regiment, it. If, if they're like really paranoid 
and like disciplined enough, you you can control yeah. it. I've seen. I it wouldn't. It's not it. worth it though. It's not it's worth. It's not trying to nah, live. Nah, it. nah. It's crazy. You, you like, feel like you're living like a crazy. double life, just trying to act normal. Yeah, that's yeah, the worst. But that's the difference between meth and crack in my mind. Crack, you can't hide being a crackhead. Yeah. Two, no. two days in, you're gonna be in your walls and in, in with cardboard boxes around you. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. But meth, people function for 20 years, man. I've seen it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're. Uh, some of these people I think are really getting mostly Adderall or something cleaner like that. Cause, or like they've got a buddy that's like making it just that chemical because whatever other crap gets mixed in with it by the time it gets to people, man, it just, I don't, I I've like never met anyone shit. that was holding it back that like really, I really couldn't tell. Like, yeah, yeah. Even if they thought they couldn't tell. Man, you know what's crazy is people in California will come and tell you every drug they're on. You ever been to California? <laughs> They'll just come right up to you and tell you what drug they're on, no matter what it is. Meth, crack, whatever, PCP. They'll let you know right away. You're like, oh, man, oh, you what? guys are so nice. Like, <laughs> we'll operate on this level. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At least, like, because in, in, in you know, other places. Fast. <laughs> All right. Thanks. I won't That's talk funny. so slow. That's right. the worst thing, though, too, is the isolation that happens on stimulants of any kind to just being on a different clock speed than everybody else. Yeah. So you just can't, like, sync up and relate to people the same way at all on anything, man. Mm-hmm. When you're just working at different Psychedelics, too. Or Molly and uh, Ecstasy is a big one. You just feel everybody too much. There's a thing, like, when I was uh, doing that more regularly, I'd always end up in these long talks with friends. Like, then I learned, oh, that's what MDMA was, like, formulated for, was, like, long, meaningful talks. And like forging bonds and stuff. Yeah. It was a couple therapy, therapy yeah. thing yeah. for I'm doing a long it right. time. Yeah. In the seventies and sixties, right? They used it a lot for couples <laughs> therapy, ecstasy. Yeah, then, when they were still doing. Uh, they started testing it though again recently for like PTSD. Yeah. Mm. It's really effective. That's yeah. just the MDMA. Most people are getting a hold of ecstasy, which is either have meth or heroin mixed in with it. Oh uh, yeah. I had some ecstasy that was uh that was heroin based one time and I hated it. I threw up. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. But caffeine, someone made one that was like MDMA and caffeine. And that was perfect because I would get like pure MDMA from this other person and I'd want a five hour energy anyway. (laughs) So I didn't like waste it lying around half napping. Right. Oh yeah. You ever been in water on MDMA? Yes. Yes. One of the best things (laughs) ever. (laughs) Yeah. As much as I want everyone to not do meth, I want everyone to be in a hot tub with MDMA once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the bubbles love you. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like you're being born again. Yeah. Just, it, the water wraps you up. Like, it's like acceptance know. on your skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're going to like resort to the childhood books that you've heard just because it's like so warming. You're like, yeah. Reminds you of your mother reading you like the caterpillar that could eat a thousand eggs. I felt like a caterpillar that had ate a thousand eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like one of the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and the caterpillar at the same time. Oh, All man, right. I think it's that time. We should pay our second. Yeah. We, got, we just got so many Billy Bobs laying around. <laughs> we got to pay them all the time. Yeah, help us out. Peep these people out. They're our buddies. Kicker Audio. Check it out, Mario. They uh, hit me up, the guys from Kicker. They said, Jay, you have done a fantastic job promoting these headphones. And, uh, they're awesome. They're all over Facebook. You have tweeted them. We know that you love the headphones. But how come you haven't talked about this wireless Bluetooth bullfrog we have? And I said, well, to be honest with you, you never sent me one. We don't have not tested it. Within 24 hours, there was one delivered 
to my house. So now, this is gonna blow your mind, Mario. This is. You're impressed. No dead space, speakers on both sides. Isn't that awesome? Very impressed. Uh, Kicker Audio, everybody, you gotta go there. Check them out online. Kicker Audio. Living loud. Is your butt a crudely built birdhouse? Then why are you sanding it with toilet paper? Dude wipes have aloe vera to protect your sensitive side. <laughs> See? Sensitive. Come on, dude, take it to the hole. What is Jesse Ray's barbecue? Well, it's a tiny, unassuming place with a modest menu of platters, sandwiches, and house-made sauces. Located at 5611 South Valley View, by the smell alone, you're gonna know you're in the right place. Come try the award-winning slow-smoked ribs, chicken, pulled pork, hot links, and brisket. The sauce is also something to talk about, as you will want to eat it with every bite. Here's a tip, their sauces, are available for purchase. When people ask you how do you like Jesse Ray's barbecue, you'll say like most people I know, I don't like it, I love it. Jesse Ray's barbecue is 100% legit. Stop on by for a meal that will satisfy your barbecue loving lips. Mention RadioVegas.rocks for 10% off your order. Jesse Ray's, located at 5611 South Valley View on the corner of Valley View and Russell. Come in, take a bite, find out why they're so award winning. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-238-4840. 800-238-4840. 800-238-4840. That's 800-238-4840. Let's face it, every once in a while, we all need a little help. A call to the bullpen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, have I got a product for you. Rick Knucklecock here to tell you about an exciting new product called Spunk Lube. Yes, Spunk Lube, the all-water soluble lubricant that'll help you perform in the bedroom. Yes, Spunk Lube. You can use it to loosen pickle jars, play a game of hide the pickle. Hide the pickle. Use it to grease your ball bearings. Do you have a squeaky back door? Squeaky door. Need to glaze a ham? Or how about frosted donut? Frosted donut. Yes, Spunk Lube. And boy, do I have an offer for you. If you call now and mention RadioVegas.rocks and order three jars of Spunk Lube, you get two for free. They often say two's a crowd, but three's a party. Spunk Lube. Visit us at SpunkLube.com.
Get ready for a show about this, that, and the other. What do I got going on? Well, played some music from the Hollywood Vampires. Uh, they have an album coming out later this month uh, in June called uh, Rise. That was uh, Heroes, and that was sung by none other than Johnny Depp. Uh, the band also features Alice Cooper, Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Uh, by the way, we're giving away uh, Aerosmith tickets to the residency here in Las Vegas, and I'm going to pull you in on details on how to do that. Tommy Henriksen on guitar, and they have a new album coming out. And I don't know if it's primarily covers or not. Uh, the Heroes, which is the David Bowie classic, just got released. And again, that's uh, Johnny Depp singing. I think he did a great job. Troy Patrick Farrell. Troy Patrick Farrell is your host of this that and the other Wednesday afternoons from noon to 3 Pacific right here at RadioVegas.rocks. Hey everyone, it's your buddy Crazy Jay back again to tell you about Angel Wax. We've been telling you about it for a while now. This product is absolutely amazing. Our boy Tommy Davis, the man behind Angel Wax, he has been working hard for you. He has been on tour, he has been traveling, he's done car shows, he's done conventions. He is spreading the gospel of Angel Wax and it's working. A lot of people are getting into it, they love it. Those car enthusiasts that are spending their weekends detailing it like crazy, love it. If you want to outshine the rest of the cars on the road, the best way to do that is by getting some Angel Wax. Let Tommy Davis know that RadioVegas.rocks sent you to him to try this amazing product. Angel Wax, get in on it today. LV Classic Rock is back. Hi, it's your friend on the radio, Dennis Mitchell, and we're back to rocking and rolling just like the good old days. If you didn't know, Las Vegas used to have two classic rock stations, one of which was awesome, and when corporate radio took it away, we just kept it going on the internet, and now it's back in all its original glory. Streaming live 24-7, it's LV Classic Rock, and all you have to do to enjoy it is go to the website, lvclassicrock.com, and use the online player, or get the free Radio Vegas Rocks app. That way you'll never be without LV Classic Rock, Las Vegas' best classic rock station. The mouth shape of a pretty woman saying doobs. 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 That pretty mouth movement. Anyway, look at this space criminal here. You're listening to Greasy Conversation, the talk show on RadioVegas.rocks. We're back, and we are in... Space. That's the space. That's the tootin' choo-choo train of space. The choo-choo train that takes you to space. Yeah, when you go to space, that's what you hear. Yeah, yeah. you hear a little It's like Back to the Future 3. Okay, we're looking at crime and criminals and this insidious uh, miscreant here. This thing here. This thing. And McLean. I was talking about the outfit, that oh. thing. Oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Not that this American hero is but a thing. She's Con- being committed, or she's being accused, right? Yes, in a web of intrigue and romance. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically that she, like, accessed her... Her, her bank account. She accessed, her, like, a joint her, bank account of her ex-lover. Yeah. Which and, is a crime. Yeah, but she did it from space. Apparently, space crime. Makes it a space crime. Um, it, it's kind of a wobbler too, because this is an account that she had access to at one point. Yeah. And now, just because their relationship is uh, being like divorced, divorced up—that's what they call it when yeah. you break up a like a marriage thing. Divorcedicated. Divorce. Divorcified. Yeah. So the portfolio is divorcified, and she's still. <laughs> 
like accessing it that she had permission to at some point. So it's like, where is the written thing that like you can't touch this bank account no more? And I guess her name isn't on it anymore. That that's the thing though. If like if you had a shared account with someone, or they let you, they gave you some access to the account while you were together, and like you guys split up, you best get that shit changed today. Yeah, right. clean like your same day. So why does she? in the world need money when she's in space anyway like nah, you got vending machines around. up there bills still come <laughs> even if you're in space man. i know but when yeah. you're in space you ain't paying your bills the other the other girl was doing it so I, I don't see why she would need money in space i don't think i think she was just checking it out for some reason whatever her reason is the the other uh her ex-lover was accusing her of like trying to cause problems or like manipulate a situation and cause drama with their child and there's a custody you know, finances battle, right? And stuff, yeah. That's one of the layers. I heard about this. Yeah. So. There's a custody yeah. battle. And, uh, like, what are you shooting for there for custody in space? I want to be with other mom in space. <laughs> yeah. I like this picture of her checking the bank account here outside the vehicle in a spacesuit. Like, this is what <laughs> we have photos of the crime occurring. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm wondering, like, what you would want to be when you grow up if you were already an astronaut. Like, if you're already an astronaut, what do you want to be? Like if you're a child <laughs> astronaut, you're already a child that's an astronaut. Yeah. What do you grow up to? What do you want to be? What am I going to do next? Right. Or like, you know what? Those child I, astronauts. I'm, I'm kind of tired of this, uh, you know, it, you can grow up to be whatever you want. I'm calling fucking <laughs> bullshit on that. Right? Any kid that says he wants to be an astronaut, the teacher's like, all right, you want to be an astronaut? You have to focus from now until you're 40. And the only thing you can do is think about being an astronaut and do everything. You can't do anything else, all right? <laughs> yeah. You ain't gonna have no girlfriends, ain't no, no shit. You ain't gonna do nothing except try and be an astronaut. That's it. That's yep. how hard it is. And they're like, I wanna play Foursquare. And you're like, you're done. You already <laughs> lost. <laughs> it's either people that spent their whole life flying experimental aircrafts, which like there's hardly any aircrafts anymore that are experimental much. Like yeah. new planes are just tested in the computer and then Boeing just throws them out there to crash into stuff. Yeah. It Thanks, must be Boeing. cool to be out there though. Can you imagine? Like, oh, I but I wouldn't want to be, sure. I wouldn't want to be out there for more than like three days. Yeah. That sounds like a good amount of time to be in space. Three yeah. days is a nice little, <laughs> like, it's a little tour. It's I like got a, shit to come back to. Yeah. Right? It's like a cruise. I got stuff to do. It's yeah. far away. What if, yeah. I want right. to do a five day outer space. The Wi-Fi has got to be slow as fuck. I want to do a Disney one. I want to do a Disney. Why is Disney not cruising in outer space? <laughs> right. All right. What if, what say it's like, you know, 100, no, well, f say 50 years in the future, Earth is super fucked, right? And then finally we came together and we decided, all right, we're going to build this giant spaceship. It's going to fly us to a habitable planet. But the only thing is you got to be, you got to be asleep for that the whole trip. Like cry, say we, we figured out a way to, oh, yeah. to cryo yeah, freeze yeah. you. Hypersleep. Yeah, hypersleep. Hypersleep. Would you guys do it? Right? You're going to be asleep and hypersleep for 50 years and hopefully end up at a new planet. How day. old am I? Uh, right now? My age? Let's say now and when you're 70. Is my family with me? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But not 70, no. Who cares if they're with 70, I'm the, like, whatever. Everyone's in the fridge. Oh, but but what about up. but what about those movies where every time people do this, it turns out to be a fucking tragedy? Yeah, and the old people never make it. So seventy, no. I, yeah, that's I'm probably done. a cut off anyway, right? Dude, like yeah. I wouldn't even make it into the cryovac. They probably like used me as an experiment at seventy. 
Yeah. Well, you have one set of pilgrims that heads off to this near star with an Earth in the right orbit around it. And by the time they're halfway there, we get like a faster space foldy ship. And we just rendezvous with them anyway <laughs> and moon them as we go by. Because you have a faster one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be Look at on these suckers in hypersleep. <laughs> looking at those popsicles. And uh, yeah, I'd be on that ship maybe. Real talk though, I, I want to send other people's children and so they can grow up in space and colonize some other planet. We'll get human beings over there, but I want to stay here where I'm cozy. You're cozy here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what if it's not what it's meant to be? That's because in the movies, that's all you see. It's like they wake up in uh, and something terrible's happened. Something awful's yeah. happened. We do need to get off the planet. We can't count on our whole species with just this planet and all the things that could go wrong on one celestial body. We need a backup. We need backup people. And there's lots of brave people like Wim Hof climbing Everest barefoot or whatever. But those people can we can get a bunch of those hardy folk thrill seekers right yeah you carry all the they just tell them you're bringing them to six flags or something that's <laughs> your punishment for base jumping like you base jump instead of getting a ticket or this big fine like you have to go to space now base jump in space now get out of here yeah <laughs> joe rogan will lead the way he's the he's the guy that holds up the flag and everyone walks follows him <laughs> <laughs> then he closes the door behind them and stays safely on earth yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Wave goodbye. Aloha. I'd hell go to space. I'm going right now. See you guys later. Get Three days. Here. You got? Did you book through Carnival? I'd or? Go, man, I, Carnival. I'd stay in space forever. <laughs> You're gonna get really. Such... You would stay in space forever. Yeah, floating. Food? Hell yeah, dude. Just floating in space. Yeah. You're I'd gonna be cool. get such food poisoning from the seafood. And then I would come back and sue because all my friends made fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yeah, there's no Popeyes in space. What the <laughs> fuck is up with that? I'm suing NASA because all my friends made fun of me. That I <laughs> all right. There's a Popeyes on the spacecraft, but it does not have the exclusive sandwiches. I'm sorry. Or you get there and they have a sign up there. We'll be back tomorrow. It's just these transparent rectangles that are taste like Popeyes. Like but the last time a sandwich even started something like that was the Krabby Patty. Really? The Krabby Patty? Yes. This is completely... Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I mean... Who did the Krabby Patty for reals? Real I life? was like, was there... I knew, I knew it was on SpongeBob, but I never watched a lot of SpongeBob. And I'm like, did, did some restaurant really do the Krabby Patty? Did I, I miss something? I told you. I don't know if I told you all about Clear McRib. I, uh, I drove by this McDonald's <laughs> like one winter, and I read the sign wrong, and I thought it said Clear McRib is back. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, they've got a clear McRib where the bone and the, the meat part, because it's all just jelly they shape into that and paint it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Might as well have it see-through like Crystal Pepsi, but it still tastes like delicious McRib. Weird but, and, and then it was here, and it's coming right. back. I didn't even know I missed it. <laughs> People are scared of, of clear food. Yeah. They're just scared of what they can't see. They're, they're scared of eating it. Well, you, Jello. You see That's it. why people's so thrown off from Jello. You can, you can see, see through it. Yeah, but you can still tell there's Jello there. You don't like step on it by accident. You or, like, put your but hand. But you don't know. But you don't know if it's a ghost or if it's food. I mean, oh. you know. it's Jello. Yeah, you don't right. know if it's like one of the guys from Pac-Man or <laughs> <laughs> one of those ghosts. Right. The green one just yeah. blinky, blinky, winky, and dude, they and put Jeff. anything in Jello nowadays. <laughs> I love it. Someone right. told me recently they're like, we're gonna get you like a. Jello with some big eyebrows as like a little my my uh, avatar. 
<laughs> if I could eat a piece of Jello and have it taste like it's a macaroni and beef, oh, like a beefaroni, a beefaroni Jello. Yeah. You know, so all right. So this brings me to a thing about food. You go to uh, certain other countries and they have uh, what they do is take like meat stock or fish stock and they gel. They make it Jello, like because you reduce a stock so much, it will be like gelatin mm-hmm. from the inside of that animal but they slice it up and eat it cold man with like pieces of meat in it as well that's uh, honestly that sounds all right with a slice of cheese with it because it's like a cold bread or something to like help yeah yeah this is like a cold cut sandwich kind of situation and they put stuff in it and slice it up it literally when they put the stuff in it you can see through it it looks like like clear cold salami you oh, ever yeah. seen one of them salamis or like capicolis that got yeah. all the stuff in it? Yeah, yeah. Like, what fat. the hell yeah. is that? It's a giant thing of white. It's garlic, but it looks like it's like a, it looks like a rock from the ocean. Have you guys had those clear egg rolls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like yeah, the rice paper. Rolls. <laughs> yeah, rice paper. Yeah. I thought it was like uh, some kind of oh, pig, shit. pig skin wrapped <laughs> yeah. around it, like a clear pig. You know what I'm talking about, right? Those like sp- I think it's a kind of spring roll, but it seems like it's wrapped in clear plastic, but you can eat it. Yeah, it's a it's spring like roll. Pig plastic. Yeah, it's real good. If you guys aren't fancy they, enough to have gone to Spring Mountain, but they do some crazy stuff with pigs. Uh, yeah. Down in Arkansas, they're called Arkansas Nugs, Arkansas Nuggets. <laughs> but they um. <laughs> Sorry, that's a, that's a right. combination of words. That it's really the Arkansas Nuggets. I'll show her my Arkansas Nuggets. <laughs> So they take the uh, intestines out of the out of the pigs, and they chop it up and fry it, and they call it calamari. <laughs> like they make it like calamari. So they just take the pig intestines and they fry it like calamari. I mean, I'll be honest. When I'm eating calamari, I'm mostly enjoying the breading all over a thing, and just enjoying breading anyway. I like calamari. I love it, yeah, but I feel like I'm just. You know when but, the, you used to get a six-pack and have that plastic thing holding the six-packs together? I feel like I'm just eating that with lots of delicious breading on it. Like you're a fish in the ocean with like a, yeah. a supporter. Like don't it's around my neck them. somehow. How'd this happen? I think of uh, Saved by the Bell when I think of that. Like they had an episode one time with the, the ocean. With like the, things, yeah. Oh, about like cutting the, the spill. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I still do that if I get any six-pack rings, which is rare, but. You still cut them? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, slice the shit out of that shit. Yeah, I let my kids play with them. <laughs> yeah, that's <too. laughs> like to wrap their fingers around them and they fall off. It makes good chew toys it's for like, your hey, dogs. One of these days, it's gonna get it stuck around really your neck. Really dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna get the snout of the dog, like the muzzle all clomped clunk, shut, clomped. <laughs> yeah, sure, clomped. You don't want to clomp your pets, you guys. No, you don't. Yeah. No. Clomping's bad business. No, I've never. I, I can't even remember the last time I seen one of those plastic things that hold. Yeah, things. it's pretty rare now. I feel like but, maybe if you go like get some craft beer, they have them, right? Sometimes places even do like just different styles, and there's even uh, recyclable ones now, or like biodegradable ones that are made out of some. I don't know. You guys, I got more drug news. Yeah, mm. late on us. Canada has psilocybin dispensaries now, so you can buy magic mushrooms. Yeah, in Canada. yes, and, and it's not 100% legit legal up above board. But right now, it just seems like the authorities are very indifferent about the whole operation, um, which is a good thing. So, is I mean, it also legal to smoke it if um, it's legal to eat them? 
how do you smoke mushrooms? Smoking mushrooms doesn't. I, I you heard usually that the do fire, it with the bottom of the bag, man. Really, the, I've never the, tried. The fire the shake. kills the psilocybin's effect a lot, though. Oh, really? Supposedly. Yeah, yeah, heat yeah. will d- ruin that. When you find out you've been doing it wrong your whole life. I don't know if Dude. something happened to you. No, nope, what you got to do with the shake? I'm gonna give everyone like the best right. life if you do a lot of mushrooms, Call right? Me. What you got to do with the shake is dump it in a little jar of honey. Huh. And then you just collect that over time. And then maybe one time just throw a whole eighth in there and let it sit for like a month. And then whenever you want to have yourself a little time, get you a little teaspoon of the honey, a couple well, teaspoons. Honey mm. extracts the, the thing out of there, too, just like with any kind of essential oil kind of situation. Fats. Yeah, it does that situation, pulling it out. Um, also making a tea, uh, blending, uh, grinding it up and blending it with something with a lot of citrus, too. So you get that citric acid, vitamin C mm-hmm. boost on it. Yeah. Tea is my favorite way also because it doesn't hurt the stomach as much. It mm-hmm. calms down the stomach. And what stomach problems is a lot uh, a big thing that people say when they eat them. Yeah, for me, yeah, for sure. definitely that's like my biggest problem with them is dreading my stomach being unsure and just a weird I, taste in my mouth. To me, they just taste like pumpkin seeds. I kind of like them. I'm yum, super grossed yum, out yum. by the flavor, but I love the experience when I'm ready for it. Yeah, if I yeah, already yeah. know what the mushrooms are going to tell me, if I'm like, oh, I need to clean my office. Yeah. Then it's I I won't be looking forward to it. But if oh, I'm ready, you got an office? Ready to speed racer? It's just the extra bedroom in the apartment that we nice. have no kids living in. Nice. So we goof off in there. Yeah. Is that what you guys call it? <laughs> goof off. <laughs> oh, good. We just have a goof off room. It's yeah. a goof off room. <laughs> Only imagine what happens in there. It's like you practicing for the podcast. <laughs> it's just. I'm just talking into a microphone. No, it's just, the plug's just dangling at the bottom of the mic. I do it all the sadly. time. I do it all the time talking to an unplugged mic. Really? That's probably a good idea. That's it's a comedian good. thing. Yeah. It doesn't that's seem funny. unhealthy at all. You hold it. You like dream of an audience that's laughing and crying. And you're just like, then you go and actually do it. And you're... That sounds magical. <laughs> I, I've, I've visioned it, but I thought that like, as far as like kid dreams, comedy and entertainment's always been a chunk of things. But I always thought it would be cooler to be someone like uh, Letterman or Conan and uh, host things and having these people on and playing off of someone else's humor that they're setting down. Uh. It's always so much more fun than me than trying to uh, to guide it all as like this pinnacle on a stage. This is this cozy play with conversation and the concept of the hangout. I like decide like it, it's filling that role for me. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Both yeah. both are in their own separate well, ways too. Comedians are always great at podcasting. Usually, I think uh, from what I've seen is a lot of comedians they'll try to be uh, themselves because they don't have to be funny. They're like, oh, you know what? I don't have to be writing jokes and telling but funny and funny things. But which is weird because then you'll get the comedians that are more um, improv weighted. And they'll actually be really, really funny and interesting mm-hmm. and kind of tie it all together to where I've seen some comedians that go on a podcast and it's it's like, wow, you're a comedian? Like, I wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> yeah, it gets all introspective and they're just really interesting as journalists more you with know? their podcasts. A lot of stand-up comedians, like their podcasts are more reaction or mm-hmm. uh, hot takes or journalism on things opinions but then there's some like the comedy bang bang podcast where people go on and do characters it's really comedy oriented it's an interesting contrast here's a show that you might like that uh they have it once a month out here 
but it's a psychedelic show. We're talking about psychedelics. Interesting. And they give every single comedian eats mushrooms before the show. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to even talk about this show. They they We're broadcast not telling people it. where to go. Maybe they're. I think they might be doing it at a place that's legal to do things because of religious purposes. Listen, if we're all eating some plant and pretending to be on psychedelics, we can do that. No one's saying anyone's actually taking any illegal substance. Uh, this and were we to do so, naturally the safest place to hide a substance like this that can't be tested for is in your bloodstream. Hide it there. Uh, test away. Um, I'm not on anything. I was going to say butthole. Butthole is usually like the safest place to hide any drug, right? Uh, not as safe as putting it in your actual... Yeah, not as safe just having it in your stomach. ...flowing through you. Sometimes not. Like, let's say you're getting arrested with a large quantity of drugs. You're not going to put all of those drugs in your bloodstream at one yeah. time. That is not safe. You got to do what you got to do, man. You but gotta, if you know you're going to jail, you just put that shit in your butthole and you're good for a long... You'd be good for three to five. It comes back around to, to picking your battles and choosing good drugs. If yes. you choose drugs that are legal anyway or can't be tested with or things that are gonna be benefiting you and making making police want to smile and high five you those are the kind of drugs that we should share together as a society I'll totally high five a cop on mushrooms that's right all day every day, <laughs> all day. If, if we're swapping a smile if I if he doesn't uh, have a like a, a negative aura you know if he's not glowing orange well, I'll give him totally the right high five. If <laughs> he's not glowing orange. Right. So we have a Damn. real quick bit, a little extra psychedelic news. Uh-oh. A group of private donors have given $17 million to start the Center for Psychedelic and Consciousness Research at John Hopkins Medicine. Yes. I really feel bad for people that don't uh, see how this is beneficial to society. They don't, uh, haven't seen how much a hallucinogen or a psychedelic or... Uh, a psychotropic, the right drug to the right person with PTSD and uh, or depression or anxiety or other things to work through that can't be accessed otherwise. What a benefit this is for the right people. Um, as much as there's people that go crazy on acid and murder and whatever, it's not, you know, if you're, if you're a happy drunk, maybe you can benefit from hallucination. If you're a drunk that hits people drunk, you're a violent drunk, let's be careful with chemicals with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really you can't ban things because they don't work for some people. Why don't they start with uh with actual serial killers? It's like, hey, let's test out psychedelics on people that are in jail and crazy and gonna die anyway on death row. No reason not to. Let's yeah. see. I don't even think they need to do that. Like it's just there's such a stigma because of I mean the drug war propaganda and it's all it's all really silly. Like once you try it and you're like, oh, I didn't think I was a, a giant glass of orange juice and I never wanted to jump out my window. Yeah. I never wanted to put my little brother in the oven mm. and all these other things that were like dumb myths that you heard. And you're like, well, OK, so they lied about everything. All right, let's just get that mm. on the table. Like uh, most of the myths everyone's heard about drugs are just complete bullshit anyway. As, so especially when it comes from something that's all natural or yeah. uh, a natural chemical occurrence. And uh, mushrooms is the is the start here. I don't think LSD should be legalized, though. There's so much involved. No, I think in it's, fi a, it's fine. A drug that it's a really, really high LD50 on LSD. So for it to actually uh, permanently affect you or kill you is extremely high dosage. Some people uh, have an apparent permanent effect um, 
immediately a permanent negative effect. There's permanent positive effects. There's permanent effects. I shouldn't even say it like that. But the, the permanent negative effect that people worry about is usually uh, something that was going to happen or, or latently in there anyway that just got connected or jostled loose that was either bound to happen or this is someone that was holding on to reality tenuously enough that they shouldn't have been. Yeah, I, I yeah. look at the fact that it's not it's, for everybody. It's not, it's not. But who it's man, for? It's, it's really for man-made, right? Is yeah. LSD man-made? Yeah, it is. But I don't think that's it's a really similar effect to mushrooms. Yeah. I would, I would push for Molly, pure Molly, being legalized over LSD. I agree with that. I think that's start natural. Yeah. Look at mushrooms. Well, weed, Molly MDMA is just natural. It's just as synthetic as acid. MDMA is now nowadays when you buy it on the street, you're getting nothing but synthetic. But there's an actual tree. That produces MDMA. Oh, the MDMA. The yeah, and it's oh, it's like that. part of the compound. Okay. It's not the whole MDMA compound. Um, I can't remember what that's called at the time, but there is one that like is a very similar, and it's part of what's and used. You in can get it actually MDMA. pure now on the internet and stuff like that, and it's very cheap. But it it's only um, it's only grown in in a certain area. Like they just can't really grow it outside of that area. Yeah, Mystical. I mean, I don't think I don't think like I think it's well, if it's man-made, really should be part of determined it should be like the effects and what possible benefits it has um and like yeah because cocaine is really natural too and and uh, non-synthetic cocaine still has all the problems of a stimulant but yeah. not the time but it, not but not the time that it gets to you it's not pure well, it's just that stimulants in general have pure, like a no matter yeah, how pure or Mexico how synthetic legalized that shit. it's it's uh it's not sustainable for most people to have a stimulant in like their regimen all the time Sure. Uh, even coffee, uh, I think that's like uh, better to try to survive on less coffee. I have caffeine every day. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm usually yeah. zip fizzing it. I'm a big zip fizz zip fan. So it's super hypocritical of me. But like there's definitely a slippery slope of too much of stimulants and dependency. Mm -hmm. So like I just really uh, man-made or super natural certain categories of drugs have their have a group of risks for sure but when you when we look at legalizing something we also have to look at the pros versus the cons yeah like when we legalized marijuana we looked at the pros and the cons and there's just so many more pros mm. than the than the con when you look at LSD, I'm like, oh man, like well, there's this drug probably should just become extinct if mushrooms nah. were legalized. Would I, people be no doing way. LSD if mushrooms well, yeah. were legal? Here's the thing: you yeah. think people would still go out on the yeah. street yeah, yeah. and get LSD if they could just get mushrooms? No, yeah. as a, a treatment, store? LSD as a treatment to genuinely help people as a pharmaceutical drug, there's a role for it because uh, we all have such different brain chemistry that just like one person, their anxiety is helped by an MAO inhibitor, and this person mm. is. Uh, helped by uh, MAO inhibitor drives them nuts and they need uh, a, a SAO SSRI. Uh, SSRI and this person needs a FAO Schwartz <laughs> and, uh, and but they get the wrong one and it doesn't work for them at all it does makes their symptoms worse mm. but they might have the same um, uh, depression or anxiety or mixture that the doctor saw in this other person but, but just a different come from brain mushrooms. chemistry so one person might be treatable with PTSD from ketamine another person might be freaked out by ketamine and MDMA works great for them another person might be freaked out by MDMA weirdly enough and just does really great with acid so that's then we're just going to make all like drugs legal then but regulate and educate 
That's the thing. If we regulate, well, educate, some shouldn't be legal on the street. It should be no. <laughs> I think acid decriminalization might, yeah. is the first step, and then like using them for treatment, and then legalizing drugs that probably it shouldn't be a big deal. But there's some I don't think like. I mean, I don't know about going into like a Seven Eleven to buy heroin. I mean, you well, know. <laughs> the thing is, heroin. There's already a legal alternative that should be regulated and is intended to be regulated and given to just people that are uh, that are opiates are prescribed to because heroin is just an opiate. Yeah. And same thing with um, another. Uh, like meth, for example, meth absolutely should be hard out. And the kind of people that could benefit from the effects of a stimulant like that are already prescribed uh, Ritalin or Adderall. And there's mm. people that get Adderall and they become calm and locked in because they have actual ADHD. And other people that get Adderall and they use it like a stimulant for like getting busy on stuff, getting that sparkle eye. Right. I, I, I love an Adderall high, but boy, do I get grumpy and waste money and make <laughs> other bad unsustainable life decisions with Adderall in the mix. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. The, the benefits didn't outweigh the cost, but that's where education and culture and comparing notes with friends and, and getting things that are actually pure. It's gross to just say things are, 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 will go away if they're illegal. I don't think people should do this. I don't see how this is good. So we make it illegal. That's wrong. You have to make a legal thing for the people that feel like they have to do that enough that they're going to do it. No matter what I say, what I think, People are going to do a thing. So here, here's your legal meth. Here, okay, there, here's an Adderall prescription. If this doesn't work for you, it makes you worse. We move on to uh, a different thing, or we try something that's not a stimulant until you're activated. And, and throughout all this, there's talk therapy. So that someone's not just given an endless changing cocktail of drugs without anyone talking to them about their problems. I mean, by... I think also these people should know what really does work for them. Yeah. I've uh, lived majority of my life with um, uh, anxiety and panic attacks, and I know what is good for my body and for that, and I know what's not. So when people are sitting here saying that the you know these companies, it's devil's advocate too, man, because people go and get these these medications and these drugs themselves. So like, it's hard really... to figure out what's best for you without a community and research people and know. people just be on your friends. Well, people get in these bubbles where they just know what they've tried and what their friends have said without a, a healthcare professional or like this many years of life experience. Like 36 year old me is not like 26 year old me as far as what I think works for different things. Mm -hmm. Your brain wasn't even done developing at 26. I don't and think because no one like you is going to know how you feel. Yeah. So when people are like, Hey, uh, you know, I have PTSD. I have this. I, I had slight PTSD a few times, um, mm. just from little situations. I know they're not drastic, but yeah. I knew in my mind what would calm down my body. Cause you know, your body, if you know yourself, it's a good point. If you, if you have the tools to figure out yourself too, mm. and you have like counseling available for guidance, so you don't get in weird thought loops, Google, I Googled, yeah. I was well, like, Hey, well, you can Google happened. yourself into a thought loop in a, in a rabbit's hole. And the, the, thing, wrong and the thing is too. too, like some people don't, know themselves and they aren't thinking about themselves yeah, in that way. It's they're hard just, to listen to yourself talk. Yeah. They're like, they're on autopilot and they mm -hmm. just, they do things and they think about certain things, but it's not what they're not like super introspective and they're not really thinking about that type of stuff all the time. Where so. it goes wrong is when your body doesn't acknowledge a feeling that wasn't there before, which is what yeah. PTSD, but I just looked it up. Mine was, mine not been serious, but uh, my son almost died and I had to save his life. 
at a very oh, yeah. young age. And that sounds it's very a, traumatic. They, they have PTSD for this. And and I, I think looked it's it up. Not a, it's not about amounts uh, because no one can really judge how something affects someone and their lens of how it relates. Because it's all relative. Like uh, we're going hundreds of miles right now just sitting here of, of miles an hour just hurling around the sun. So like Thousand. someone – like a small thing might traumatize them and you might think they're a wussy, but if they don't have the life experience to put that trauma into context, it's mm. still the same chemicals happening in their brain, still the same trauma that needs to be respected as like yep. a, a legit trauma, but even it, if other people have been traumatized. It just traumatized gets scary once. because let's say you have, P someone has PTSD, uh, it doesn't matter what it's from, right? Yeah, we, exactly. uh, Everyone likes to associate it with straight uh, military and mm. yeah, yeah, the country yeah. and in war. But PTSD could come from anything. It's totally. just a traumatic experience in your life. It could be whatever. And it doesn't right? make it any less legit. So yeah. this, is, this is what I see from the system is that they go and they want to get prescribed and then they get tested on this. Then they get tested on that. But this isn't working. But they don't give it time yeah. to even work. They're just like, my body isn't used to this. I don't like it. And for, they stop doing for it. For brain drugs especially, you have to get That's a couple hard, yeah. weeks yeah. Like SSR is another one that like takes a good week before its effect is really like settled in. If not a few, yeah. Yeah, if not a couple. And it can SMRs. be hard to like pay attention because those things can like really drastically affect your thinking. Yeah. And so you might not be your same. You don't even know you're thinking self. differently because yeah. it's, it's through that lens. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really like complicated. You can tell your body is is different when you Sometimes. start taking another drug. You know your own body. You know you feel different. I would hesitate to say that for everybody, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you you may know that. There's I may know that. There's people that are very imperceptive to things like that. Yeah, there's people who don't, like, that's not a thought of theirs. You know what I mean? Like, they don't consciously ever think about that. And it's just, it's like they just have an emotional reaction to something in their body. They don't think, like, why am I having this? What's going on in my body that's, like, causing this whole thing happening? Self, self as an observer, so a, lot, a lot of people lack that. Yeah. Like, we're, we're talking with that as a given that you can observe yourself externally like what is that person doing that is me and mm. that's a totally new concept to a lot some of people. people don't get it they just don't even some think about never, like what's yeah. going on with yeah, their yeah. body that's but, a oh, major breakthrough yeah, they're just that's, out there yeah like really <laughs> common in people's first <laughs> Jeez. like yeah. therapy session like your first time with a shrink a uh -huh. lot of people learn about self as an observer for the first time in that so if we could just teach like basic like the first appointment with a shrink stuff in high school It'd be a breakthrough for a lot. Right. Of people I would yeah. say these people probably don't smoke weed because if you smoked weed, you would probably be aware of how you feel. Because I know when you smoke weed, it's a different feeling in your body. I'm from sure. First strain, I'm sure a lot of people like have some profound discoveries knowledge. like self as an observer from weed at a young age. But other people might just be spooked out by the glimpse of what that feels like and mm. not be ready for it. And then shun weed their whole life and be like uh, totally amazed to discover this from a counselor later. <laughs> uh, one for me was uh, the honeymoon period that when you fall in love with someone, there's stages of relationships yeah. that are natural, yeah. that you fall out of one stage into another. Mm -hmm. And that if you keep going back to the initial discovery phase, you can bring back feelings from the honeymoon phase and just that those were even a thing that it, like, you like role play. <laughs> to get it back is like just the discovery was rediscover the discovery like uh find out about the other person what they like what they're into like they're a new person again 
Okay. If you can trigger them being discovered as a new person to you, it can reactivate feelings from the honeymoon phase. Yeah, that's why people break up, right? Yeah, because they think the spark is gone, but it doesn't work that way. It's like saying that when you get up to 60 miles an hour, your car doesn't feel fast anymore. Because uh-huh. you only notice the difference in speed, the changing in speed. So that happens with emotional intensities too. So when you're coasting in a relationship and you get comfortable, uh, the thrill of acceleration isn't occurring. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to break to get the excel. Yeah, that's a good metaphor. Change, yeah. In breaking, you can pause and discover more about the person. Well, I see people do it though. They'll like uh, they'll like break up just to re get back together, mm-hmm. and and but. I didn't know it was called discovery phase. Yeah, the discovery phase. You discover. Yeah. We're seeing people jump right into the honeymoon phase and skip the discovery phase. You're trying to discover shit while they're honeymooning, and you're not really discovering the person, then you're seeing them uh, through this lens, you're, what you're projecting on them. Yeah. You're just looking for confirmation in this dream person that you're projecting on them. It's not really meeting them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, let's do, let's pay our last Billy Bob's. Yeah, I've got I a guess. quick thought. And then we'll do a quick uh, quick news chug. Hey, everybody, it's Crazy Jay, and I want to tell you about ZipBiz. I know what you're thinking. Jay, you've been telling us about ZipBiz. Well, I have the brand-new flavor right next to me, and I haven't tried it yet, so let's open it and give this, give this a try. Get my bottle of water, shake that up. Now, this is a brand-new flavor, Mango Peach. I have not tried it. I'm looking forward to it. They have a wide variety of flavors, if you didn't know. They've got grape, fruit punch, orange cream, orange soda, iced tea. All fantastic. But let's give Mango Peach a try. Oh, man, that is absolutely amazing. I'm a fan of all their flavors, but nothing like this. Oh, man, that is absolutely delicious. Mango Peach, ZipFizz, get it today. Visit ZipFizz.com, tell them Radio Vegas, tell them Crazy Jay sent you, and get your Mango Peach today. ZipFizz Energy, no sudden crash, 10 calorie, low carb, vitamin B, the healthy energy mix, ZipFizz. At Albo Pizza, our mission is to bring a menu of savory Italian classics and tasty American fare to the city of Las Vegas. Combining a classic menu of Italian favorites and American fare, Albo Pizza was designed with a variety of palates in mind. United by fresh ingredients prepared daily, all our recipes are homemade, hand-tossed, and hard to resist. Explore their popular pizza offerings or branch out with our burgers and chicken wings. Whichever way you go, their menu is prepared to please. Located at 1510 South Las Vegas Boulevard next to Dino's. Visit them online at www.albopizzalv.com or find them on Facebook. For delivery, call 702-333-2526. Do you want to pay more for a new car or new home or less? Yeah! Do you want to pay higher interest rates on your credit cards or even to refinance student loan debt or less? The secret to paying less on everything is a better credit score. Is your credit score less than 700? Do you even know? Well, now at the same time, you can learn exactly what your credit score is and learn how to make it better. And when you call our special credit repair hotline, you'll speak to an expert that will tell you simple steps to start improving your credit score. And the call and consultation are F-R-E-E. That's free. I'm telling you, the secret to paying less is a better 
better credit score and you can fix it right now. So please make this free call and change your life. 877-857-1658. 877-857-1658. That's 877-857-1658. At Albo Pizza, our mission is to bring a menu of savory Italian classics and tasty American fare to the city of Las Vegas. Combining a classic menu of Italian favorites and American fare, Albo Pizza was designed with a variety of palates in mind. United by fresh ingredients prepared daily, all our recipes are homemade, hand-tossed, and hard to resist. Explore their popular pizza offerings or branch out with our burgers and chicken wings. Whichever way you go, their menu is prepared to please. Located at 1510 South Las Vegas Boulevard next to Dino's. Visit them online at www.albopizzalv.com or find them on Facebook. For delivery, call 702-333-2526. That's right. It's greasy conversation time, and we're going to reward you for not fast-forwarding through those commercials and sticking around for the last couple minutes because we've got the juiciest, thickest news right now in the tail end real quick the vanta black bmw that's something worth looking at this car is very dark that's like that's the blackest black possible right yeah it's carbon nanotubes suspended in a paint so they absorb all the photons busting into their little tube hairs yeah that's gnarly wow i love it all right and then last bit before we send y'all whatever you guys are out into the wild our good Whatever friend, our good friend from a conversion therapy center. He was the founder. For anyone not familiar, conversion therapy was this uh, technique to try to turn gay kids, usually from religious families, uh, straight, which it doesn't work. And they would use all kinds of really shitty methods and whatever. I'm not, you know. But anyway, so this founder uh, comes out as gay. Surprise, surprise. I don't know how many times we got to hit like. It seems evident to me that like someone who's really like homophobic that that is really like vi- overthinks violently yeah. homophobic mm. is most likely and I think they're doing some if they haven't done some psychological studies on this already it's cuz they have like they're they have some issues with their own sexuality that they're not comfortable with addressing um, cuz I think normal people like not normal people but just like, how often do you think about gay people? Just like, what are those gay people up to? Yeah, what are they doing with that like, gayness? I've never... What is their I, lifestyle like? What are yeah. they doing differently than me? Is are they the, taking over the world? You know, How whatever. much do they enjoy it? What, but it, what it, just, the, it seems like a pattern that like these really religious it, people uh, usually like end up getting caught, you know, like doing dick dingers in an office or something. Yeah, they uh, jelly. You're fighting the jelly. Right. But anyway, <laughs> so this guy comes out as gay. And that, which is, you know, fine, good, all well and good, happy for you guy. But the thing that I hate about it is like, whenever this happens and someone who like ran a place like this, which is pretty terrible uh, for teens who are trying to come to terms with that in like the society. It's something they can't control. Yeah. They're expected to control. Yeah. And then like someone who ran a facility like this, they're just like, oh, I'm gay now actually. And like, and then everyone's like, oh, that's great. All is forgiven. And it, well... No, you still did a shitty thing, dude. This guy seemed pretty aware of it, though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he so was, he's a bit... Uh, really apologetic to all the people uh, who he knows he made feel awful with this treatment. Yeah, so I hope he, like, takes steps to, like, 
become an activist in the other direction. I yeah. mean, that would be pretty awesome to hear. But I mean, you know, good for him. I think if everyone just like was cool with it, like who cares, man? Just do what you got. <laughs> do what you're gonna do. Be you, man. Then there's one more quick chug in our last minute, right? Oh yeah. Do we want to do this? So yeah, I, this happened when Harry Potter first came out. There are a lot of religious families and schools that were worried that uh, people could accidentally summon demons or cast spells or something. Yeah, watch out. Careful with that demon yeah. casting. So this is, a, this is a Catholic school. And recently the priest of this Catholic school took all the Harry Potter books out of the library because, all right, the curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells, <laughs> which... When read by a human being, risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence of the person reading the text. I just would love to go to a school where the adults can't tell the difference uh, between fantasy and reality. It would be awesome, man. Oh, man. Imagine as a, you could like run that shit. You just like make shit up all the time. Just be like, no, I can't. I can't take this test. You know, like, OK, this demon's been following me, right? This whole week. And you said, like, look, if you take this test, I'm going to rape your family. All right, you don't want a demon to rape my family, do you? You gotta give oh, me an A. I'm, I'm thinking A's. the girls at this school because the, the well, those witchcraft and chicks. I don't know if that's a thing, you know. Oh yeah, the craft. Yeah. yeah. I'm about Faruzabalk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Great those movie. those spellcasters, those Harry Potter witches. Yeah. That's my ladies there. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. I like witches. Yeah, cast some spells. And I. Uh, you, the whole time that you read that, the one thing that caught me was that they were using the word witch a lot. <laughs> but right. not as like an actual yeah, witch. witch. They were like, like witch, witch has. And yeah. I'm like, well, like, well, hold on. I'm confused. Slow down. <laughs> <guy's got> Slow <laughs> down. <laughs> Slow down. He's <laughs> got witches on the brain. Look, when I'm talking about my friend Dick, I don't talk about my penis at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Some language confusion here. Are we, are we also? Can I... Uh, it's time for us to say goodbye. This is the end of Greasy Conversation. There's our little send-off into the sunset. Then, you got any uh, plugs there? That's yeah. right. Dupes. Give yes. us a plug. Yes, yes. We uh, got some plugs. So uh, you can um, follow me on Instagram at uh, Mike underscore Duber or Facebook is uh, Michael space Duber. We get to put the space like normal names. Uh, also, my show is Behind the Bet, uh, RadioVegas.rocks, Thursday, 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific time, where we'll be sitting around talking about Jello and eating cereal. Throw oh, yeah. a like Behind the Bet podcast on Facebook. Toss yeah. it a like. Greasy conversation. Catch you later. Cheers. Look around. Yeah, no one's hot shit, no one's hot shit. Don't say nothing about no one.